Everything is good, looking good. Looks like we've got a decent signal. That's always good to know. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, second day of the week. Triumph Tuesday. What are you trying for now? Let's chat about that. But first off, good morning. It's Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And did you know, and I kind of forgot about this, um, that today is International Day of Peace. Oh, I love that. I love that it's International Day of Peace. I think we should have peace every day, but of course we don't. Um, yeah. But we can generate it. And we're gonna talk about that because that's kind of what goes in with triumphing over something. You know, peace be with you then. And peace with you always. You know, when I saw that, I reflected on so many different things. Obviously. With a little background noise. I hear something talking or something. Okay. I've got, uh, hold on just a second here. Let me make sure I have everything turned off of the conversation either that or we're, either it's us with there's some background talk that sounds better now it's clear yeah, yeah. okay Perfect. so <laughs> back to what i was saying when i realized that it was international peace day mm -hmm. i almost felt sad in a way I'm not gonna lie i felt kind of sad and one thing that popped into my head and yes there's always a lot of popping going on is the infamous John Lennon song. I, I believe he sang it with Yoko Ono, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Um, all we are saying is give peace a chance. <laughs> and I remember, unfortunately, when he was tragically um, taken from the world, I think I was about, I wanna say 17 or 18 in that age bracket. And we went to a rally in downtown Harford. In fact, in fact uh, one of the local DJs there, Brad, and I can't remember his last name, but with the kooky hair and he was just, uh, you know, it was just such a vibrant type of DJ and just really rallied everybody. And from my perspective <laughs> at that young age, being at such a rally or whatever we want to call it, I don't think I ever attended anything like that before. And that always sticks out in my mind whenever the subject of peace comes up. Um, because I thought of obviously everything going on in the world today. And from my perspective, how is it that we can have peace when there's such turmoil going on? And that made me feel a little sad, I'm not gonna lie. So all we are saying is give peace a chance. Those are great words. That's a great model to live by, but how do we triumph? How do we triumph with peace during tumultuous times? I don't think we, any of us has the, the right answer, but we, it, it starts within us. It starts within our own communities. Um, what is your, kind of take on International Peace Day. And well, you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because I do remember going there in Hartford and I believe Louise Levesque, um, who uh, is married now, 
Hello, Louise. I know she listens sometimes. Uh, I believe she came with us, or it might have been Lisa Calderelli, my 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 buddies. Uh, that uh, we actually loved him so much, and you know that was such a hard time. And and you when you hear about like all celebrities right now and their views and where celebrities were quote you know great bands, great musicians, great artists back during that time versus where we are now. You know, they were really about bringing, they always reminded me of the old sports days where, you know, music was something to bring pe people together in times of, of hardship, of fat, sadness. You really, you heal through music. You heal through writings, whether it's, uh, you know, something that, you, you know, you, you went through personally or you're going through as a community, country, nation, world, uh, so many different subjects where music really has an intricate part of the healing process or bringing people together and gather in that song, in those words, in that moment to reflect in a, a different way. It's a kind of a more artistry way of debating, I always say. It just, it brings people together in such a good way. Happy times, sad times. And frequently you hear, uh, catchphrases to kind of help you get through something that you need to triumph over feeling that sadness of you know that how do we bring peace back into the world so some people look at a glass half empty some people look at a glass half full some people think that you have to really embrace that feeling head on and just open your eyes even larger because even in the sadness even in the unpeaceful times, there are still blessings. You just have to look for them. And ironically that you kind of brought that subject up because, you know, as usual, when we, we gather in the morning, you know, before we start our day, we kind of straighten out our desks, you know, shuffle papers here and there. And interesting enough, I found a poem that I actually just put in, uh, you know, a plastic insert for those that can't see. And it's actually a, a poem that my mother-in-law wrote. She wrote it a while ago. She sent copies to everybody, and I wanted to make sure that I preserved it. Uh, and it's very apropos of, of what you're chatting about. So it's called Frosting on a Cake. I'm going to just read it for you. It's not that long. Uh, by Dorothy Ream. Uh, last night, the snow covered everything like frosting on a cake. For us to see as we awake, a divine reason for a new snow to fall. Its pure white beauty leaves us in awe. A sight no human could create to drape the world in glorious beauty for our sakes. It rivals the flowers of spring. Truly, it makes our hearts sing. May we give praise to him who makes all of this for us to appreciate. Each snowflake is like a flower that God creates. But more than that ever though, the world is so troubled and sad. We will still have him to make us glad. The frosting will disappear when the sun appears, but the seasons do not change over the years. God is saying, trust in me, and in the end, I will overcome all your fears. For the beauty as we see her on here on this earth of a story of the world's rebirth, someday will trouble Someday, all troubles and sadness will disappear like the frosting of a cake. There will be a new world of even greater glory to see. The darkness of sin will melt away and beauty with us will forever stay.
Now, you know, how ironic that, you know, you're chatting about that. This poem is on my desk and I forgot I had it actually in a stack of uh, things that I was saving and I was putting the inserts in. So I thought that, you know, and literally I, I, I hadn't read it in a while, but as I was shifting at papers, as you were talking, it kind of slid out from the pile. So, so what does that tell you? And by the way, Dorothy, beautiful. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? It's very beautiful. So my my mother-in-law liked to write, and and she she shared in such a way that you know it was not boastful or whatever. We would have to like kind of pull it out or let's see, you know, your writings. Let's see your poems. And she, you know, she wrote not often, but enough where they're so impactful. Um, she is ninety-three years young, um, still vibrant, and. You know, you wonder from, you know, when you have someone in that age bracket, how they reflect on things that are going on. And I don't, I'm going to have to ask her exactly when she wrote this. I know it was a while ago, but I, I'll have to find out. But how poignant that, you know, going through kind of those feelings that you're feeling, I'm straightening out my desk. And because it's in this plastic, you know, the plastic inserts that you can put in a binder, see how that it's got the three holes, it just slid out. And I, I, I quickly looked at it and the line actually that drew my attention because I have not uh, read it in a long time was uh, earth is a story of the world's rebirth. You know, that kind of, and then someday all troubles and sadness. And those are the two lines that kind of popped out of my head. And I thought this is perfect for what Jan is talking about right now. And, you know, when we talk about having your eyes open to the little miracles that are out there that's a little miracle you know why this particular poem would still be on my desk i cleaning out some stuff last week but i had a pile i didn't straighten out my pile yesterday as good as i normally do and, and for and for a good reason because this was here for me to read to everyone this morning that's a miracle those are those are the little signs now, is it a, this monumental miracle? Of course not, but it's a little nod, just a little, a little notation to let us know that, you know, we are truly not in control of what goes on, but we are in control of how we contribute. We're in control of our actions and how we react to sad things, traumatic things, tumultuous times. And how do we uh, give peace a chance is by sharing ways on how to be peaceful. Go read a nice poem. You know, go, you know, if you see something, say something. You know, if, if you see something that doesn't look right, you know, uh, and I know a lot of times are scary where you, you don't know whether you should intervene or not. But if you're even in a conversation in your own home or, you know, out with friends or whatever, and you kind of get into that chat, just reflect on always being kind and have peaceful conversations be peaceful to each other. You know, you can, you can, it doesn't mean that, you know, it can't get heated. It should be, it should be, well, I shouldn't say heated, it should be passionate. Uh, because if it's coming from a true heart of passion, even though you might not agree, you know that it means something to that other person that's sharing with you. So don't immediately like pounce on the person, listen to them, show some, some peaceful reflection and peaceful respectfulness towards the person that's sharing. And I think we have to kind of do more of that. I couldn't agree more. And I think when engaging in maybe a um, robust debate as 
is happening, you know, between family members, between friends, wh whatever it may be, um, remember to obviously part of peace, um, part of celebrating peace is setting those boundaries. And, you know, I've often chatted about this for me, one of my biggest boundaries, and this is to celebrate my own peace and keep me calm is to keep the TV off during the day. Um, obviously I get some kind of news alerts, but I don't engage in things that are going to crush my outer layer that crush my bubble of peace. And, you know, that also includes setting the intentions that help set my goals for the day, but it also helps me to <laughs> establish and set those intentions. And I just want to say too, that it's okay to say no. It is okay to say no with no explanations. Because no is a complete sentence. And part of that gives you peace and calmness so you can be better, so you can be a better person, so you can just be, you know, in a better mood. When you're in a better mood, you're more productive, um, not only for yourself, but for your clients or your customers. So it's okay to say no, because that gives us peace within to be better for everyone else around us. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as social media alerts and all that things can be annoying and we talk about ways on how you, you know, turn your alerts off for a little while. Obviously, when there's something important going on, that's one thing you don't want to do. And the power of social media, like with anything, there's two, we always talk about there's two coins, there's two sides to anything. So while social media at times can be overwhelming. You have those keyboard bully type people out there, but you also got some keyboard warriors. Uh, it has been instrumental in the Gabby Petito, uh, Petito uh, case. And I, I did get an alert, you know, because I think social media is truly helping, you know, track uh, the suspect. I'm not going to say his name, but the suspect uh, or allegedly suspect or person of interest. And, you know, that's the goodness of what social media can do. It can be a helpful tool. Uh, it also can be a peaceful tool, you know, for, for memories, for memor uh, doing memorial type things on social media to remember somebody. But I did want to share, um, which I already shared on my page, um, there was a person who is an avid hiker, and apparently uh, he lives in the Baker, Florida area, which is the real far north, uh, far northwest piece of Florida, so like the Panhandle area. That's where Baker, Florida is. And he has a trail camera. This particular person has a trail camera. So yesterday morning, an image uh, he had caught, which really looks like the suspect and or a person of interest in the Gabby Petito case. Um, and it's good to share that information because 
it's in the very corner. Like I said, it's in the, the that panhandle piece of Florida. And there's obviously, uh, you've got Georgia, you've got Alabama, like there's all these surrounding states. They did say supposedly when he went back to Northport, Florida, that he did leave. Uh, that's pretty sketchy as to when he actually left. Supposedly he flew back or drove the van back on September 1st. How much day, how many days did he actually spend his parents' home? No one really knows, but they did say he, you know, was an avid hiker and supposedly he left with a backpack. This particular picture does show someone that really resembles him with just the backpack. Um, so, you know, and even if uh, this lead is not him, the point is people that are feeling kind of like their hands are tied and they want to help. They're sharing information that could be possibly great leads for the FBI and those searching for him. So even to look at the bloggers, the video YouTube bloggers that, you know, spot initially spotted her van that led the authorities to actually find her. Now, the, obviously the hope was that she would be alive. But when I think about all the families that have a missing loved one or died of a traumatic crime, was murdered, and they never get that complete closure of finding that child's body, um, as devastating, sad, horrific this is, this is, at least they weren't waiting for months, years, not ever having that part of the closure of the journey. So the power of someone noticing, hey, we're in Wyoming, isn't that odd that there's a van on the side of the road with Florida plates? We're from Florida and you know, they're video bloggers themselves camping or whatever and they drive by, you know, that was a huge break in the case to at least bring what they presume is her. They're waiting obviously for the autopsy report, which I believe is due out today to make confirmation, but they're very pretty close to being positive because of the correlation of where she was found versus where the van was by mile markers. And also she had specific tattoos. So in that regard, they can bring her home. They can put her at rest. They can put her at peace from that perspective and also give that part of their heart some peace to know that regardless of how long the other part takes for justice for her, they at least have her home you know, in a proper burial and that kind of thing. You know, those are, you know, it, it is that part of it is a blessing, even though it's heart wrenching, it is still a blessing because like I said, when you think of all the other families out there that might have gone through a similar situation or a kidnapping and never know, never, you know, get comfort, firm confirmation of what happened. That's, I don't know how a parent actually ever gets through that. So with that, we we say prayers to that family. And at least for that part of this horrific journey, they have some peace. Yeah, I just, I can't even fathom, you know, what they are even going through. Insurmountable grief. It, it just very heart-wrenching, but yes, we definitely hope that that brings them some type of comfort and peace. So moving on along with Triumph Tuesday, 
What have you got going on today? What's happening? I will tell you that um, I am redoing my bio for Clubhouse um, and I have some great instructions. Um, so that's one little thing that I'm working on for myself. And well, you're going to have to pass those on to me because, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more into that. I have to update up quite a few things. And um, yeah, so you're going to have to share your notes with me. <laughs> I certainly will. So that's something that I'm doing for myself and my business. Um, but also, you know, working on some great projects for some clients. Always very exciting. Um, being very creative. And what is better than being creatively limitless and I, I just love it that's a tongue twister creatively limitless i really would screw that up say it three times fast not happening oh that's why i said it very slow you were very smart on that sister very yeah. very smart you know triumph tuesday is a time to reflect even as far back as yesterday the weekend whatever it may be and if something you know it could have been as simple as something as you avoided a conflict that's a triumph especially in today's society that is a conflict or you're feeling you know this heavy heart you know for for a you know a multiple amount of things that are going on in our world and you just don't know how to navigate those feelings and then you said you know what oh you just went in the closet maybe you cleaned out you know one box and you found a poem or maybe you you know what I, what I kind of like doing when I'm feeling that way in which I have been doing is going through old pictures how many of you have a box of pictures or envelopes full of negatives I'm not saying go through the negatives because I actually have already done that. I, I dumped out boxes and boxes because I thought well, whoever's going to use these darn things again. So, I mean, do something that's physical, whether it's a workout, which we always encourage, you know, getting at least 30 minutes of some sort of activity in your life every day, whether it's a power walk, whether it's playing pickleball, whether it's jogging, swimming, um, floor exercises, rowing, whatever it may be, boxing. There's so many things that you can do out there to get your heart pumping, number one. When you have movement that helps, uh, actually helps release a lot of endorphins, which the endorphins also combat kind of that icky feeling, that muck that we were talking about yesterday. So there are good things that you can triumph over. They don't have to be this monumental thing, guys. It could be something is just so simple as you woke up and said to yourself, I'm going to say something positive to everyone I meet today. Guess what? That may help you but also in turn is going to help other people because maybe they're not expecting you to be kind or nice or happy that is so true so the power of positivity the power to create limitless positivity creates peace within and sparks a wildfire of kindness in the world that's right how about jumping along the other good song be part of the peace train that's right. Ride the peace train, right on the peace train. And on that note, my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, getting glare in my eyes. Me too. There was a poppy thing. <laughs> With two sisters, and this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss Live. I am already, I'm hopping, and maybe I'll be the conductor of that peace train. Maybe you will be. Doesn't matter. 
just pay it forward and you will totally realize it will change the direction of your day. I promise you that. We will see you tomorrow. We have a guest speaker tomorrow at 9 a.m. on Wealth Wellness Wednesday. You guys enjoy Triumph Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye, everyone.